irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to On the Couch with Dr. Michelle, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. This is Dr. Michelle Cohen, and you are officially on my couch here on L.A. Talk Radio, the world's most irreverent, entertaining, and cool internet talk radio station. We've got all the listeners here. We've got all the great information. We're going to tell you a lot of stuff today on how to improve your life in general, as I always try to do here for you on the couch. And specifically today, I'm going to uh, help you figure out... With me and my special guest, of course, he's the expert. How to get rid of some of the blind spots that you've created in your life. Come on, guys, own it. (laughs) Well, okay, maybe some of those negative messages we got in the past have affected us. And we've bought into them, and we've blown them up, and we really believe them. But, okay, we're going to eliminate some of those for you today. And some of these blind spots that we'll elaborate on might have uh, led you to some not-so-great choices. Now, we don't want you to be saying, well, I should have, well, I could have, you know, because that's what we all do. But how else are we supposed to learn? But what we're going to talk about today is kind of getting over some of those bumps and actually even avoiding them. So you don't have to look back and say, well, I should have done this and I... We're going to get you clear. That's the key word. Okay, and I'll tell you why in a moment. A lot of us have sort of what my guest describes as toxic patterns of thinking or actions, which are self-defeating. So we're going to talk about finding out how to get the successes you want and, um, you know, helping you find your true potential and direction. And, uh, of course, like I said, since you're on the couch with me, we're also going to help you figure out how to have, you know, stronger relationships and learn how to communicate much better with others. Wouldn't we like to know how to communicate? I think that's one of the most common things I hear from people who come into my office is, how should I approach this? What should I say? You know, I want to yell and scream. I want to get mad at them, but I probably better not do that. So how can I really find the right words and change my thinking a little bit? to do that so that's what we'll help you with today and more because my guest is dr Britt paulson he's the author of a terrific new book it's called the clarity compass now you know i love these books because and i say these because they help guide you along comfortable easy reading that is psychologically savvy which i know you all will get and also guide you along to see more clearly, have creative conversations, and basically help you live more of the life that you want. Now, Dr. Polson has developed the Clarity Compass, and we'll talk about that in just a bit, through 30 years of experience in leadership, coaching, and personal development work. He must have started when he was six, because he looks like he's 30. 
Um, the compass will help you achieve a more theoretical understanding of how to gain more clarity and offer clear and concrete steps to develop the fundamental abilities needed to achieve your desired results. So we'll talk more about that. But by the way, um, he's done so many things and, and founded the Clarity Compass Consultation or Consulting as it's called. And it, it it's a leadership consulting firm which specializes in transformative executive coaching and leadership development programs. He holds a PhD in psychodynamics, Jungian and group psychology from Pacifica Graduate Institute, an MA in human growth and potential from the University of West Georgia, and a bachelor's in accounting and business administration from Troy University. In other words, he's a super uber expert on all these life things. So let's bring him up on the air live. Hey, Britt, how are you today? <laughs> Thank you. I like that Uber expert. I, the, the, the bar <laughs> is high for me here, Dr. Michelle. <laughs> well, you know what? You've done so much, and you've helped so many yeah. people. I've listened to your interviews. I've read your book. Um, oh. I've seen all of your, uh, you know, uh, the accolades about you. So why not? It's it's what's going on with you. And well, I'm, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be on your show today. Cool. Yeah. We're going to have a fun time. And if yeah. it's cool with you, I also say we might be able to take some questions via email. I'd love it. Okay, I love it. I'd bring love it on. It. I love it. Yeah. Okay, everybody, yeah. bring it on. Bring it on. It's uh, straighttalkdoc <laughs> at <laughs> gmail.com, folks. Hooked right up here to the radio station. Straight talk talk straight talk see the doc can't talk straight (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm so excited here straight talk doc at gmail.com it's as easy as that guys so you have questions for my special guest uh, I'm going to put it on him today. No, you can ask me questions, too. We'll be happy to help you out. So we're going to find good. out. <laughs> cool. We're going to find out exactly what this Clarity Compass thing is about to help you see more clearly and, and your, live your life better. So, so, so what, is, what is this Clarity Compass you're uh, writing about here, Brett? So it, it's a framework. It's an analytical tool that helps people reexamine their lives. Mm. And and that's why I'm excited about being on. Oh, I love you. you're on the couch with Dr. Michelle. It already has a, a Freudian or a Jungian connotation. It's yeah. like this, we're going to go deep here. I, yeah, I love it. we're going deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so I think that uh, one of the things that you, you would curious about is you know who can use who can use this framework because I'm saying it's an analytical tool, but I, I really do want to emphasize the depth. Of it and the psychological, you, you mentioned that you know psycho, psychologically savvy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I'm excited about talking with your your constituents here. Yeah, because it really is. I, I want to say the book is for everybody, but the reality is is that people who have that psycho, psychological savvy that you talked about mm-hmm. are going to be more apt to use the framework far better. Oh yes, I think so. I agree, yeah. and you don't have to be. Uh, you know, have a PhD like you do in psychodynamics, psychotherapy. You you can really read this book. It's an easy flow. It's a, it's a good flow. So, thank thank you for saying that, Doctor Michelle. Because the truth is, is that I wrote it first right after my dissertation, and my first my first wow. edition you could not read. And and this is like the sixth <laughs> version of it. The sixth wow. editor 
that helped me get to this place where it had that flow. So it's, it's music to my ears that we got it to the, cool. the ease and flow that you're talking about. It. Well, yeah, it so thank you. You're welcome. Well, the book's about clarity, the clarity compass. Compass. So, I mean, there you go. You, that's what you did. You cleared it up and re-edited it, and, and you got it right this time. So, I mean, it literally is. Folks, when you take the book, you find a book, there's a picture of a compass on the front of it. See, and then you go into the book, and there are two polarities. Of course, there's the north, south, east, and west, and it's about different aspects of your lives. We're talking intentions, actions, facts, stories. So, I want you to really, you know, just think about these things in your life. And and Dr. Polson's going to walk you through how, aren't you? <laughs> help me out yeah. uh, on how how yeah. we're all going to help each other. So. You say in your book that the majority of us think that we're not really seeing our lives clearly. And and I know you hear that often in your practice, in your work. Um, we're really not. <laughs> we're, the reality is we're like kind of, we got so much going on up there in our brains and so much stress. And, and you also suggest that our egos are so invested in believing that our, what you call reality maps are true, but they're, they're pretty mm-hmm. incomplete. They're not really reliable. So... So can you share yeah. with us, what, what do you mean by our reality maps? What's that all about? Yeah, so the idea is, is that we, we don't really know reality. We know what's, what's in our head, it, which we try to create a map in our head that reflects the reality of the other world. But the reality of the outer world is so complex that our brains can't create an accurate mirror. So we have heuristics or shortcuts or, and we're just trying to do the best we can to create a, a balanced, holistic view of the world. Right. So, so that we can then move confidently in the world thinking that, okay, we understand the world. Right. If we got how many blind spots we have, you know, we may not get out of bed. It's like, ah, I don't, I, I, just to get out of bed in the morning, the ego wants to think, okay, I have the confidence to navigate the world as I know it. I got accurate. I have accurate reality maps that I can be confident to move forward in. Ah, so you can navigate a little bit better in the world. Okay, you just said blind spots. So can you explain a little bit more about that? What are those? Yeah, so so thanks for asking, because there's really a key piece here where, where my reality maps, because the world is too complex, are inaccurate. So there are places where my maps, my blueprints of the world don't accurately reflect what the world's like. Right. So I end up moving confidently in an interaction with a, a coworker or a partner or kids, friends. I, I move confidently thinking I understand the world, but there's chinks in, in our armor. There's uh-huh. places where we don't really understand it fully, but our ego wants us to think we do. You know what? Our ego, it does get in the way. And we're not talking about, folks, we're not talking about narcissism. Well, I guess we are a little bit. But, I mean, we're talking ego in the sense of, you know, um, I don't know, like the Course in Miracles kind of ego. You know, the the, the basic needs that we have that, you know, we, 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 we really want to think of ourselves as a certain way. And, and we don't stop and think about where we're going Right? Am I yeah. Right, Brent? Well, well said. Yeah, not the egotistical. I mean, I do yeah. think all of us have a little narcissist in us. I yeah. honestly believe that. But, yeah. but I'm not even talking about that. I'm, thinking, yeah. I'm talking about an ego that really is trying to help us navigate the world. It's got an executive function that's figuring out the world for us. Mm-hmm. And part of that is to feel confident in the world that it's created. 
Okay. Otherwise, we are too insecure to move forward. So I'm actually not making it wrong. Right. I'm just pointing out it's the flaws. Right. It, I, and I think everyone has them. I mean, we all have yeah. them. And, right? <laughs> I, I sure do. Yeah. It's like, yeah. wow. But sometimes we need someone to point those out to us. You know, um, it's like, I yeah. don't think you're, uh, quote, seeing clearly. <laughs> you know, those folks that say, uh, I have a different perception of what you might be doing or the way exactly. you may be perceiving me or your work environment or those other people around you. Maybe yeah. maybe it's just based on some of your own stuff that you have to clear up. Yeah, exactly. And how can we, we open to that feedback? I think so. Part of the, the first half of the Clarity Compass is using that those polarities that you talked about. We can yeah. talk about more in a minute what exactly what those are. Yeah. But but it's using those for myself to understand what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. And then the second half is actually using those same polarities to have empathy for the other person, understand where, how, where are they coming from? How can I listen to them better? How can I take on more of their perspective? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, where might they actually have some good points? Right. No, that makes so much sense. And what I really like about your book, The Clarity Compass, is that you, you actually do right off the bat here. You have your compass, and you have the four different directions that we all go to in our brains. And how to kind of, it, this is almost like when we get so clouded and stressed and confused, we, we either act like robots and just do our jobs, or we want yeah. to, you know, or our relationships or whatever, functioning in society, or we kind of numb out. <laughs> yeah. So this is really. I, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Use the word automaton. You know, oh, it's yeah. just what you're talking. Numbing sure. out. Where it's just like even. I, you know, I'm, just, I'm just showing up as as Brit. Oh, right. Here I am. I'm just being me. And how yeah. do I wake up to a new way of being? Yeah. And and the clarity compass is that. How about if I go through the polarities? Would that work? Let's do it. Let's do it. So oh, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Good. Up. <laughs> so, a, a, as you said, Dr. Michelle, there's the four directions, and I think it's easiest to think of them as two polarities. The mm-hmm. north and south, starting there, mm-hmm. is intentions to actions. Okay. So the idea is is that, that that's a polarity I want to move from one to the other where I get as clear as I can on the intentions that I have. Yes. And then I move into action to, to so that I'm not just staying here thinking or wondering, but yeah. I move into, you know, critical action steps. Yes. And so I get clear on my intentions by, one, kind of scoping out what is the problem I'm trying to solve. Yep. Okay. Uh, two, trying to get some vision of the outcome. Mm-hmm. And three, and this is a, the trickier piece for people. This is where, the, you know, being psychologically savvy helps, <laughs> is I become more aware of my deeper wants. Right. It's like, what's going on in me that's driving me? And usually there's a few that come pretty readily consciously. And then each of us, if we work a little bit harder, we can say, oh, you know, I got, there's some other needs I'm trying to get met here. Exactly. You know, I also want to point out, folks, that um, there's also running stories of two main characters here. This is a a nonfiction book, of course, but, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. Britt talks about Deck and Matilda. How they kind of yes. go through their lives and screw them up? No, <laughs> but I mean, no, and, and no, that's not nice. But actually, it's it's really some of the mistakes, some of the things that they did along their journeys, and and how they really discovered what they needed through the Clarity Compass. So I I love mm-hmm. that. And any time, if you want to throw in while we're talking, some of the things that Matilda did or that Deck did that were no nos. 
or things that they yeah. did that were like, yeah, that now you're on it. That would be super, so that people can say, oh my goodness, that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> that's <laughs> and, uh, that's a great example. So, so yeah. I'll, I'll do that. I'll go ahead with Deck. Okay, Isn't let's talk. The, you know, yeah. he's a business owner uh, yeah. who is thinking, okay, I'm I'm tr- I'm right, right in how I'm approaching my employees, mm-hmm. and even though they kept leaving, he was still making them wrong for their leaving. Uh-huh. And so there's uh-huh. something here. A key part of the Clarity Compass is taking responsibility. Right. Uh, and, and, and owning what we're creating in our lives. And I guess a key piece of that is that would be good to mention now is that part of that being right is thinking I'm doing everything I can. And if yeah. I'm doing everything I can, the problem must be on the other person needing to change. Yes. Yes. And so, so the idea is, is that if I wake up to other possibilities, then I can take more responsibility. Yes. And the Clarity Compass is there to help open up to new possibilities so I can see how I can affect this situation differently okay. rather than thinking, I've done everything I can. The only thing that can change is this other person. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so that was the work with DEC was uh-huh. where it was like, hey, it's all these other people's fault. Right. And so many people yeah, do that. We all kind of do that sometimes, yeah. blaming others. But, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, uh, Got to take it's a look. It's easy to do. Yeah. Well, we, we, we see what we do to try to change the problem. You know, if right. I'm having a problem with, with you know, my, a partner, business partner right. or, um, you know, a personal, you know, life sure. partner. Sure. You know, and I, it's like I'm doing everything I can and they're not changing. Mm-hmm. It must be it must be them because I've done everything I possibly think of. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so here we're trying to bring imagination into the situation and say, you know, what might I be doing differently? And again, here's where we're confronting the ego. Right. The ego saying, I am doing everything I can. I'm doing everything right. I understand this perfectly. If they would just listen to me, the yeah, right. world exactly. would be different. Yeah. You know? Exactly. It's like, come on now. So that was the key. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. Yeah. So that was the case with Deck is that he's, uh, you know, he, he's just like, hey, there's something wrong with my employees. You know, they're not grateful. They're, they're not appreciating the money I'm paying them. They're not appreciating the opportunity I'm giving them. Right. And he was stuck in that for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And then he got out. <laughs> yes, slowly but surely. Slowly, yes. in this case, it was slowly but surely, but he did. I mean, and, and it, there's, a, there's a humility that's invited here. Yes. Because there's something about, okay, you know, maybe don't have all the answers. Maybe there's something I need to look at that I don't want to. Right. And in his case, there was a gruffness mm-hmm. that yeah. was there that he, he saw it as effective. Right. He saw it as helpful. He saw it as good business. Yes. Uh, but it was having people flee yeah. from him. Yeah. He, yeah, it, that was his operating system for so long. That's what he thought a manager or owner should act like. But uh, yeah. yeah, so he uh, he had to sort of train, change that a little bit, change it up, and realize. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, operating system. Well, there you uh, go. Operating system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a blueprint. I, you know, using your operating system, blueprint, right. reality maps, all of those things yeah. are. The ways that were kind of some ways hardwired, some ways softwired, and that's mm-hmm. what we get to work with. Yep. is how can we tweak those those operating systems that you just mentioned? Yeah, exactly. How can we change? And mm-hmm. uh, you know, the way we can sort of change is really by clarifying things in our mind. Hence, reading the Clarity Compass by my special guest today, Doctor Britt Polson. Mm-hmm. It's a great book. See more clearly. Have creative conversations. 
and live the life you want. And this is Dr. Michelle, and you're on the couch with me today. If you have any emails, questions you would like to send us today, questions, stuff going on in your life, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, it is straighttalkdoc at gmail.com, straighttalkdoc at gmail.com. So I just want to put it out there, guys. I know that, and I've got a couple coming in. And uh, what we're, we're going to do is just kind of keep focusing because I want to explain the rest of the compass here. So mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. guys can sort of get it. So we went, we, we observed, you know, the, the north and south pole yep. here of your compass. So we looked at our intentions, and then we looked at how can we change those intentions into actions. And you talk about, right. you know, doing that. How can we create those action i mean isn't it hard sometimes to get going you know i hear this all the time from people i can't you know i i thought of these brilliant things i just can't get moving here i can't take action on them how do i do that you know yeah so under the action section just like we had some subsections under intentions under the action section there's some sub directions there as well and the main one to me is the creative conversation hmm. and so there's a number of ways to have the creative conversation but I'll just give the general orientation so you get a flavor for it it's again it's using imagination it's using possibility it's, it's coming into the situation not as confrontation or a crucial conversation or a conflictual conversation but as to have the framework of a creative conversation that we can explore new possibilities. We yes. can bring imagination in here to have a conversation that's different than we've had before. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, as you, we'll go to facts and stories next, the other polarity, because yes. the facts and stories help inform how you can have that different conversation. Right. So you want to, you want to go to that other polarity now? Let's go for it. Let's do All it. All right, let's, let's go take for a it. look at it. Yeah, so the other polarity is <laughs> facts versus stories. Yes. And one of the, the ways I de- define fact is the completely observable. If a video camera could capture it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a challenge we get into is if we make up a story or have a belief or have a concept or an attitude that we think is fact, like she was rude. Mm-hmm. You know, he's incompetent. Mm-hmm. You know, they never listen. Uh-huh. You know, those are stories yeah. as opposed to. Ah, I said X, Y, Z, and in the middle, when I wasn't finished with that sentence, and you started to talk. That that would be more behavior. That would be more fact-oriented. Right. And it's, okay. it's amazing. You know, you, Dr. Michelle, you should probably see this all the time, is mm-hmm. where people come in and it's like, no, it's a fact that she's <laughs> incompetent. Oh, gosh. You know, and, and so to actually accept that a difference between observable facts, almost like scientific data versus theoretical interpretation, Mm -hmm. to separate out those facts versus Mm -hmm. what we make up about the facts, then we can hold our stories more loosely. Boy, is that true. It it creates a whole different disposition. You know, you were rude. You you aren't listening to me. You don't care about me. Things that were just like, no, if you cared about me, it is a fact you don't care about me because you didn't call me or you didn't let me know or you didn't give me advance notice. Mm-hmm. You know, those, our opinions become facts and then we get rigid yes. and then we're stuck. Oh, that's huge. That is so huge, mm. Britt. I see so many people doing that all the time. I guess everybody does it because, you know, we all have that ego and, and sometimes we, you know, we get... Uh, sensitive to certain things, but we assume yeah. that people are doing those things. Like you said, she's rude, or he's he's always in a bad mood, or he. Uh, the thing is, you know those those just direct 
definitive statements, if you really look at it, maybe she had to get off the phone or maybe she had to, you know, do this quickly because she was having some trouble with her family. Maybe the reality is he has a really bad stomach ache today and he's such a grouch. You got to find the, you know, the reality sometimes, like you said, behind what's really going yeah. on with people and not label them as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, well said. I think in what, even in the examples you just gave, there's yeah. the facts of what happened, and then there's the stories we're making up. Right. And once we separate out the stories, we can reexamine the stories and say, is that really the best story? Do I want to live that story? Is that, you know, let me, one, check it out with the other person, but number right. two is, like, is that serving me in this conversation best? Right. And as we loosen our stories, we can approach the conversation in a new and creative way. Mm-hmm. And you are so right on about that. We have to look at, as you suggest, mm. our beliefs in our stories, our emotions, and our physiology. So these are really important because you... you yeah, said, those are the subcategories yeah. of the story. Right? Yeah, great. Thanks for listing those. No, I, I love those because you say uh, in our stories manifest through our beliefs and they affect the way we navigate the world. It's so true. And then you break down the different kinds of beliefs, which, you know, it's like, oh boy, everybody reading this is going to be saying, okay, I've done it. <laughs> I, okay, guilty, I've done it. So uh, no guilt while reading this book. Everyone has done everything that, uh, you know, Dr. Paulson has talked about. But it's just sort of tweaking those things a little bit. And, and, and your emotions, another part of that, you know, really important story element is you talk about how they serve a variety of functions, you know, mm-hmm. but it's our fears. You know, we have our own stuff that get in the way, <laughs> right? Yeah, right, so, right. And to identify uh, those rather than have them drive us. Yes. And that's part of the Clarity Compass process is, is I'm really looking at myself. That's why, again, I'm excited about your audience in particular where yes. being psychologically savvy, it's like, okay, let me take another layer look at this. What, what, yeah. what are some emotions that are driving me that I'm not owning right now? Yeah. There you go. And, uh, you know, we, we have biases and judgments and uh, predispositions and, you know, things like that. It, I guess emotions really help us, like you say, to solidify mm-hmm. our beliefs. Um, but uh, we get distorted sometimes. And yeah. it really messes us up based on what we're holding on to. So, you know. Yes. Yeah. It's really yeah. So if I, can, if I can own my emotions yeah. and, and see how. And rechannel them into more productive intentions. Right, right. That's why the clarity compass, I use the word circumnavigate. Once we've gone through the whole clarity compass, we end up really circumnavigating all through the different sub-directions mm-hmm. and saying, you know, yeah, is this, wow, what other emotion might be getting kicked up? If I have this deeper want, what emotion might I also be having? Exactly. And we just up, upgrade and up-level our thinking and our, our emotions and, and how we're approaching situations. God, you you nailed it. That's for sure. And also, just a, a note on that. Another thing that I love is, you've heard of it. You probably have practiced it in your work. It's you know that su- supposed new mindfulness cycle psychotherapy. But it, you know, it's, it's been around forever, and it's about being aware of your body. And and you know, you talk about our physiology and how we we really have become d- disconnected. From our bodies, because there's so much to do in our, uh, you know, intellect and technology and planning and all that craziness. But it's not good, right? Because yeah. uh, what, what kind of happens to our bodies? 
Dr. Paulson, when we when we disconnect <laughs> from right. that. Well, it's both what happens to our bodies as well as what how our bodies can be indicators. It's, it's a whole awareness loop with the mindfulness that you talked about. Mm-hmm. And again, most of my clients struggle of all the things we talked about that they the things they struggle the most with is looking at their deeper wants because mm-hmm. that reflects some deeper thinking and this physiology piece. Yes. And so I'm, I'm thinking your your audience in particular might appreciate this one more than most in terms of not only the impact on the body but but a body awareness as okay well my I'm feeling my my you know blood thumping in my throat here yeah. or up on my forehead you <laughs> right. know maybe something's going on yeah. here yeah. that I wasn't aware of or or even just internally it's like oh something I'm feeling some tension in my gut you know what's what's happening exactly. there, and what might that be driving right. me toward? Right. So, so that a lot of people miss the physiology body piece completely, but it, it can give us good clues if we're aware enough mm-hmm. to to what's happening with us. Yes, beautifully said. By the way, guys, in case you just tuned in here, you're on the couch with Dr. Michelle here and my special guest, Dr. Britt Polson. He's uh, the author of a great new book. It's called The Clarity Compass. And it's where you learn to see more clearly, have creative conversations, and and basically live the life you want. By the way, he's uh, the creator of and founder of the Clarity Compass Consulting. It's a leadership consulting firm specializing in transformative executive coaching, leadership development programs. And uh, he's very well educated, holding a Ph.D. in psychodynamics, Jungian And group psychology from Pacifica Grad Institute, an MA in human growth and potential uh, from the University of West Georgia. He's, guys, he's he's going to be your compass guru. He's going to lead you on your journey. He's going to be the Christopher Columbus of your psyche. So there you go, guys. If you want to pick up this book, we're going to tell you how you can get a hold of it. And we're just going to give you a little taste of it today, you know, because you've really got to get into it. And and what I also like about it is it's a workbook. So you really can write things down and help clarify your next steps in all aspects of your life. So mm-hmm. we'll be talking about mm. that in just a little bit. Folks, I want to remind you, speaking about clarity, that uh, today's show is sponsored by Universal Consciousness 1111. It's the networking collective which unites like-minded people through their international events for the unification of mind, body, and spirit. So their events uh, feature inspirational authors, motivational speakers, Zen yoga masters, Tai Chi masters, as well as high-frequency music and other uplifting influencers, which help you raise your vibration and attract the joy and peacefulness you desire in your life. A bunch of people get together, and they have a wonderful time. I've been to many uh, of their gatherings, so I can personally uh, vet or vouch for them that they're awesome. It's universalconsciousness1111.com. And they also have a beautiful uh, sacred geometry line of beautifully designed sports and casual clothing, so you can, as they say, wear your high vibration. I really like that. I'm wearing one of them right now. All right. So uh, thank you guys for being a sponsor of the show today. And we are talking about clarity. Perfect. It works well. It's funny the way things work that way. Um, I also wanted to talk about another, you know, aspect of the clarity compass. And this is something that I hear all the time in terms of how can I talk to people better? How can I express myself? And you have a huge part of your book dedicated to planning a creative conversation. 
So what is a mm-hmm. creative conversation, and what are some of the ways we can plan for those? I, I like the idea of uh, how, how, do we, how do we get people to listen to us? And it, oh. it's funny when you... When we were talking about this is that I, I was on a radio uh, with Den- in Denver and they this co-host kind of a quick thing. I, I like this more in depth work, but it, it was fun. And, and the guy said, Hey, how can I get my coworker to, to listen to what I say more? <laughs> and based off the conversation, I said, well, first would, would be to listen to her more. <laughs> and, he, and he laughed and wanted right. to cut me off. And, right. but it, but it, it, it's a, it, it, well, it's a, I'm, I'm being light with it. It really is a central piece of the creative conversation, yes. which is I'm actually listening to the other person and hearing what they're needing, listening for their deeper wants, listening for their intentions, yeah. rather than just trying to force my intentions, my objectives, my actions on them right. is a critical piece. Yes, it's really true. So it's Yeah, go ahead. Well, I, I think a piece yeah. that that I, I, there's a twist there that some people are like, well, but if I listen to them, they think I'm right and so forth. A key piece of it is if I listen and if I paraphrase back and genuinely listen, I, it ultimately gets to a point where I say, I, I've been paraphrasing, or I've been sharing, or do you think I understand what you're saying? And I, I need to paraphrase till I get to that point. And it's, yes, you understand. I get and right. I say, so. So I, I understand what you're saying, and I still have something I want to add. Would you be willing to listen? Right. And usually they, usually they bristle up a little bit at that point, but, but at that point they say almost always, not always, but almost always they say, well, I guess so. I, I'm, I'm confused. If you understand what I mean, how yeah. can you have a different opinion? Yeah. But it, it almost piques a curiosity in them. Yes. And then it creates an openness and saying, well, again, my intention, there's a number of pieces to the creative conversation. I'm trying to squeeze, squeeze them all in here and put the whole book in one <laughs> it's, conversation. It's cool. It's cool. It's like, my intention is to create, you know, whatever the positive intention is around the relationship. So I get to share my good intention about the relationship, my intentions for why I'm even having the conversation. But now they're beginning to listen to me. I'm starting off with mutually, what I call in the book, mutually beneficial outcomes. It's like, hey, here's how we can have outcomes we both want. So, so uh, rather than just the, the key to it is rather than driving my agenda, I actually create a receptivity in them and a joining with them. Yes. Yes. Okay. So it's cr- that's exactly right. I like that. You know, it's, it's a really good way of doing that. So, well, that's why I call it creative. Creative, it's, it's, exactly. Rather than I'm trying to win or we've got a conflict. I don't even like starting with the idea we have a conflict. I like, yeah. it's like what do we have in common? What's mutual? Yeah. And then, and then see where we may have some differences that we can come up with some creative solutions. Yeah. This is yeah. not the – it doesn't – I'm not promising that everything works out the way you want. Yeah. I, yeah. I can, but I can promise that the likelihood of you getting better outcomes goes up significantly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Beautifully, yeah. beautifully said, Britt. Uh, we we have a really you're welcome. We have an email that just popped out here that it's it, it's kind of perfect for for this moment. <laughs> Actually, that's the way things work. Um, this is from Dave, and he said, "Hey guys, great show. Uh, I'm a 31 year old social media expert." <laughs> he says, how can I deal with my bully boss? He acts like the deck guy you described on the radio. <laughs> he makes a lot of money for the tech company I work for, so he, they're not going to get rid of him. But everybody has to kiss his ass. 
I'm tired of being phony to this egotist who talks loud and orders us all to do our jobs. How can I keep from getting angry and deal with him? Good question, mm. Dave. Mm-hmm. Nice. Great question. Ooh. Great question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and uh, we're using deck, but it, it happens a lot. Actually, I, I'm called in frequently. To, uh, what you just, what Dave, you just said is yeah. perfect because I get called in a lot and says, hey, we don't want to fire this guy because he's great. Mm-hmm. And usually I'm saying guy because usually yeah, yeah. it's the guys that tend to be more abrasive. Right. right. And so, so the, but we don't want to fire him. Can you fix him? Right. And and so I have a lot of sympathy because I end up interviewing people like you, Dave, that are suffering the impact of the decks out there in the world. Yes. And yeah. and it's it's a challenging situation because he, he's got all the power. He's right. making the money, they're gonna keep him. He is your boss. Yes. So so I that's why I like you and it's exactly why I picked the deck example in the book. Yes. So my main suggestion is to buy the book on Amazon and you'll get the answer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <I'll go laughs> and, no, it's true. And, and, well, that is true. That Might is as true, well, but, you but, know. <laughs> but to play with it here, you know, for you, Dave, is, is there something there? Because I'm, I'm hearing in that email where you're a person who is uh, integrity and authenticity is important to you. Yes. And so, so that's what I want to invite you to play with is, uh, it's it, and like I said, there's no guarantee. There's no perfect answers, but there's something there which, like, I have a deeper want to live uh, in integrity. Yes, and live authentically. I mean, so here, here, where notice what I just did there is I scoped it because I could also say, how could I, how could I find a new job, or how could I, you know, confront him, or how could I go to, or or, or how can I be in a less toxic environment, or how can I make toxic less environment. Right. So the first thing I did there was say, I, I mean, there's nine different ways we could take Dave's email. Yeah. I just picked one that seemed important from what he said, which yeah. was the integrity and authenticity of, I don't want to kiss this guy's butt. Yeah. I don't want to be fake. Yeah. And so so to, to do a clarity compass where I first scope it on the coaching question is, how can I have integrity and authenticity at work? Because right. that's a deep need yeah. or deeper want that I have. Right, right. So that's the first thing, and then and then start playing with the outcome, which mm-hmm. is which is how would it what would the, be the vision of me, uh, what, being at work and being authentic, mm-hmm. and then the, the, here's where it's complex enough that the stories and actions sorry stories and facts need to be worked with before you go to the actions, and it's like what are the stories I have about him? What are the stories yes. I have about me? Yes. What have I tr- what have I tried? That would be a fact. What are, what has been tried before? Yes. So we're not going to come up with a perfect solution here, but it, I'm trying to give the process of as I'm sorting out what's true and what's not true, what mm-hmm. there's stories that I've got about this guy and how things are going, what's tried and not tried, yeah. I can start moving toward an action. And, and crucial people is another action step. Who are crucial people that I can loop in to help yes. create the change? Yes. Dave's situation is not a quick fix. Right. It's not easy because I, I mean I'm I'm brought in to work with people for six months to change these characterological challenges, their personality challenges, not just hey, you know, paraphrase. It's yeah. like the guy's got to shift. Yeah. So it's not an easy, quick fix situation. Yeah. But but you know what Dave can do is start working with himself in terms of how do I manage this internally, yes. and then how can I also manage this in terms of 
you know, starting to work with other people and changing the environment at work. Right. Uh, and again, I'm not Mr. Pollyanna. It's like, hey, Dave, this, hey. this phone call is going to fix it. But, <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah. but, but I do believe that's the, the direction to go. Great answer. Wonderful answer, Britt. Mm-hmm. And, and Dave, thank you so much for having the courage to email us here on the couch. Yes. And uh, pick up the book, by the way. We're going to tell you how to get it in just a little bit, folks. Hang on. We're, don't go away because we're going to let you know. This is a great, of course, Amazon, you can get it. But we're also going to turn you on to Dr. Britt Polson's website and find out more about him and all the wonderful things he's done to help people. Now, one of the most common things I'm sure you hear as well in your work, Dr. Polson, and I do every day, is how important it is to have empathy. <laughs> now, there's some, yeah, some yeah. people, and you were, you were getting there when you were talking to Dave. You were saying, yeah, i got to retell that story a little bit. You know, maybe take a look at this guy. Um, it's really important to try and have empathy for other people. But when we have our own yucky junk clouding up our brains, you know, it's sort of hard to step into those other folks' shoes. So you talk about empathetic guessing, stepping into the shoes of mm. the other. Why is that important, and how can that help us, you know, in mm. our lives in general? Yeah, good. And I think it's important to note that, that that's the, the empathetic guessing really comes in the second half of the book for Clarity Compass for the Other. Yeah. Because of what you just said about the junk. The, the first step first step in emotional intelligence is, you know, self-awareness, um, then self-management, then yeah. then others' awareness, and then working well with others. Yeah. So that first step is clearing out the yucky, <laughs> the gunk for ourselves, <laughs> and that clarity compass for self. Yeah, I'm very but now that we've done yeah. some of that, yeah. and I'm more open to Sally or John or my spouse or or whomever, mm-hmm. um, now I can have. I'm more clear to step into that empathetic guessing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so what we do there is the, the clarity compass is, is, is walks you through all of those same directions and says, okay, now you did that for yourself. What do you think their deeper wants are? Mm-hmm. What do you think their intentions are? What do you think the actions they want to take are? What do you think their stories are? What are the facts they're making the story? Yes. It's really, it guides you not to say have empathy, have compassion. Yeah. But it is actually ga- guiding us through the different aspects of what it means to be a human being. Right. Because uh, the, the four directions are based on, you know, you know, body, mind, spirit, soul, emotions, soul slash emotions. Yeah. And it, so it, it's actually guiding us to be empathetic with them and trying to understand. So, so that at the end, it's like, oh, I have a better sense of what it means to be that other person. Yes, Exactly. So uh, then I know how to approach them. Right, exactly. You know how to approach them. It, it it's it's hard for some people, you know, especially when we have as you know as a psychologist, uh, a doctor, we have so many defense mechanisms <laughs> and, yeah. and fears because we have to prove who we are. We we find it necessary to really stand up for ourselves and try to fight these and, you know, prove who we are and, and our egos get in the way and, you know, yeah. so it's very yeah, hard. Yeah. yeah. It, it is. It's, and what's funny is you say that, Dr. Michelle, it's so funny because it reminds me of a client. So in, yeah. in training, so I do yep. training on the Clarity Compass, and one right. of the exercise, exercises I do is have yep. people get in a discussion where they play the other person. Yeah. And are, most people can't do it, meaning <laughs> it's because of those defensive, because it's like, yeah, well, you know, 
uh, I guess I'm an idiot, you know, when they're playing the other person and they're right. more like, I guess I'm an idiot and I'm just lazy and I'm just, and it's like, no, that's not really probably what they would say. Right. But, but I did have one guy who got so into the other person's role that he, he, he said, I started hating myself. Wow. <laughs> you know, I, yes. I, he was so empathetic that he actually created a hate for himself. Wow. And it's like, we don't want to see where we show up poorly. Again, it's that ego defenses. Right. So, so we, 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 actually have resistance to empathy because we want to be right mm-hmm. we want to be good seeing ourselves as good and if sometimes if we have some empathy for the other person we actually start seeing ourselves from their perspective which isn't always attractive it's so true uh, I, I and it's hard to it's hard to sometimes and i hate to say difficult or hard to switch that up especially if we're you know our stories are like a little skewed <laughs> yeah. It's hard to sort yeah. of, you know, to tweak that a lot. And something else that, you know, you talk about, which, you know, we touched on as well in the book, which is really important, I think, for people to understand, is even in role play, as you were just talking about, how we project mm-hmm. in our stories and our facts, you know, based on, well, our own stories, how we project our own negativity and our own assumptions and feelings on to other people. In other words, we assume that other people are thinking these things because that's how we feel about ourselves or other people. And it's it's really hard to sort of distinguish that. But I, I think you really do help people in your book, The Clarity Compass, sort of separate themselves, you know, with some of the tools that you talk about here. Just like you yeah. said. Yeah. I don't usually talk about it, but since you have a psychological audience, I'll mention this: is that in in Jungian psychology and in alchemy, yes. there's there's the conjunctio, which everybody's like, oh, the coming together of opposites, and where we're all integrating. That's right. But one of the things that's missed in that is uh, in alchemy is separatio, mm. which is separating and and creating the distinction first. Mm. And the, this this book really is the separatio and conjunctio, and from the standpoint in alchemy of of First, we do some separation because right now it's ambiguous. It's unclear. It's all mixed up together. Right. And I'm confused. Or I, or I keep repeating the same thing, thinking I'm clear, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, the Clarity Compass separates out the different emotions, thoughts, stories, facts, intentions, outcomes, scopes. And then it, it, the circumnavigating, it comes together as a whole. Mm-hmm. So rather than just confusion... It holds the ambiguity in a way that the heart and the mind can can manage better. Yes, yes, absolutely, it really does. So, um, guys, you got to check this out. It's a really good book. It's called The Clarity Compass. See more clearly. Have creative conversations. Live the life you want. And uh, it's written by my special guest, Dr. Britt Paulson. And by the way, guys, if you haven't. Uh, yeah, if you just tuned in a little while ago, clicked on latalkradio.com and got in the middle of it, you can, of course, check out the show. It's all coming up in the archives tomorrow with information uh, right here on latalkradio.com on my webpage and also for free on iTunes Podcasts on the couch. So check it out, guys. Dr. Paulson, what's the best way that everybody can find out more about you and all the good things you do? And, of course, pick up your book. Mm, thanks for asking, Dr. Uh-huh. Michelle. Sure. I, I'd love to have you come to my website. Website, It's claritycompassbook.com. Ah. That's claritycompassbook.com. Yeah, it's, and it has access to purchasing the book. Uh, you can get it on Kindle. Uh, it also has some other thoughts and other interviews that you might want to listen to as, as Dr. 
Michelle said she's listened to some of those even in prep for today. So you're welcome to to listen to those for free. Mm-hmm. Neat. They're really good too, and they'll give you more, uh, mm-hmm. you know, more information as well. And you know, again, this is a workbook, guys. So I love this kind of stuff because you can really help yourself slowly, and, and it kind of gives you some insight into understanding how you can really be more successful in the world through all those different things and navigate your life. Dr. Paulson, thank you for being such a great guest. You're you're super. Oh. <laughs> oh, it was wonderful, wonderful. Thank you, Dr. Michelle. Cool. Good energy on here. Yay, yeah. it sure is. That's Yay. what we're all about here. Well, have a beautiful day, and uh, we'll be talking again, I'm sure, soon. <laughs> all right. Look forward to it. Thank <laughs> all you. All right. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. All right. Again, Dr. Britt Paulson, uh, the author of The Clarity Compass. Get a little clear on your life and your intentions and what you want to do and all that stuff because um, this will help guide you. Easy read, great psychologically savvy stuff so you can get a little bit more insight on yourself. You got problems? Check it out. Thank you again very much, Universal Consciousness 1111, for sponsoring the show today. You're amazing. That's UniversalConsciousness1111.com. All right, guys, thanks uh, for listening. Another great show. Next week, I'm going to be answering a lot of your questions on relationships, self-esteem, ego, problems with your uh, job situation. I'm going to try to help you out. All right, Dr. Michelle Cohen going away now. But, of course, you can listen to all the back shows here on latalkradio.com. Have a good one. Bye-bye.